in a deep, deep sleep when suddenly I began to hear a voice in my head. I must be dreaming, but it sounds so real. I opened my eyes. I could still hear the voice, so I definitely wasn't dreaming. Hello? Hello? Are you there? Who's that? I'm your pillow. But before I go on, make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notification bell if you want to be able to talk to your pillow just like I do. Are you really a talking pillow? Well, you can hear me, can't you? Yes, I can hear you. But how can a pillow talk? It's impossible. I'm an Area 51 experiment, but I managed to escape, and I made it to your bedroom. Wow, I feel quite honored that you chose me. You won't tell anyone that I can speak, will you? No, no, of course I won't say anything. You can trust me. I knew I picked the right girl to live with. I stayed up all night talking to my pillow. We laughed and laughed. We had so much in common. I'd never gotten on so well with anyone like I did with my pillow. My parents weren't that impressed, though. Every night I would lay there chatting with my pillow. My parents obviously thought I was playing video games or watching movies or something. They were always yelling at me. Tracy, it's time for bed. Stop playing your game now. But I kept on chatting away to my pillow. I really felt like we were buddies. I could tell my pillow anything, and it would always have my back. But staying awake all night talking began to take its toll on me. The lack of sleep made me lose my concentration at school. My grades started falling, and it wasn't long before the principal called my parents into school. We're getting concerned about Tracy. Is something going on at home? No, everything is fine. I mean, she does stay up late watching movies and stuff. We've told her she needs to get a good night's sleep, but she doesn't seem to listen. Well, obviously something is wrong. She has dark circles under her eyes, and the other afternoon she fell asleep in class. My parents were shocked to hear that. We had no idea it was that bad. Don't worry, we will sort this out. After my parents' meeting with the principal, they came to a decision. We are going to send you away to a boarding school. We think that the discipline there will be good for you. But I don't want to go away to school. It's for your own good, Tracy. You stay up all night. You don't listen to us when we tell you to stop playing video games. Now it's having an effect on your schoolwork. It didn't matter how much I pleaded with my parents. They had made up their minds. There was nothing I could say or do to change it. Even though I felt really sad, I finally agreed to go under one condition. I will go as long as I can bring my pillow with me. Oh, there's no need for that. The boarding school will provide all the bed linen you'll need. But I don't want their pillow. I want my own. Don't be silly, Tracy. It's only a pillow. If I can't take my own pillow, then I'm not going anywhere. I burst into tears at that point. Oh, okay. If it really means that much to you, you can take your own pillow. I could tell that my parents were a bit weirded out by me insisting on taking my pillow, but I didn't care. I wasn't going anywhere without it. When I arrived at the boarding school, the head of the school showed me to my room. You'll be sleeping here, Tracy, along with three other girls. I'm sure they'll help you feel right at home in no time at all. I looked at the other three girls that were in the room. They didn't look like a very friendly bunch of kids, so I didn't bother trying to get to know any of them. I just kept to myself. Anyway, I had my pillow to talk to, so I didn't need anyone else. That night, I lay in bed chatting to my pillow. 
I hate it here. Don't worry, you've got me to talk to. I know, thank goodness for that. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have you. I could tell that the other girls thought I was a bit strange. I kept on catching them giving me weird looks. Once, I was standing outside my room when I heard my name being mentioned. That Tracy? Sure is a weird one. I know. Did you hear her last night? She was talking to herself all night. I reckon she's a bit crazy, you know? She probably ought to see a doctor or someone. Of course, as soon as I went into the room, they all stopped their conversation. Oh, hi, Tracy. Didn't see you there. I just ignored them and went and laid on my bed. I don't care what they think about me. They can't do anything to hurt me. I never expected that the girls would follow through with what they had said, but I underestimated them. The following afternoon, I got a note to tell me that the head of the school wanted to see me. I went to her office and knocked on the door. Come in. Er, you wanted to see me? Oh, yes, Tracy. Come in. Sit down, please. I sat down in front of the head. It has been brought to our attention that you have been talking in your sleep. I didn't say anything, but inside I was seething at my roommates for telling the head about me. I listened as she carried on speaking. Well, I think it might be a good idea for you to have a meeting with our therapist. Maybe she can help you with whatever might be troubling you. I'm okay. I don't have any problems. But you are talking to imaginary people. That's not normal, Tracy. I really think you would benefit from some therapy. It's nothing to be embarrassed or ashamed about. I didn't really have much choice but to go along with it. So I agreed to meet with the therapist that afternoon. The therapist asked me lots of questions. Did I have anything I was worried about? Was I lonely? Was I sad? Did I miss my parents? Etc. Etc. After I had finished answering all of her questions, she looked confused. Well, you really are a mystery, Tracy. You're definitely not crazy. You answered all my questions perfectly. So, why are you talking to imaginary people in your sleep? I couldn't tell her that I was talking to my pillow. I was worried that it would be taken away from me and given back to Area 51. So instead I just said, I like talking to my imaginary friend. Well, it turned out that that wasn't a very good thing to have said. Because the following day, the school sent me off to a mental hospital. I tried to convince them that I didn't need to go to the hospital, but they wouldn't listen to me. Come on, Tracy. It's going to be the best place for you. They will be able to help you there. But I don't need any help. I'm fine. The head grabbed me by the arm and started pulling me out of my room. Let go of me. What are you doing? Come on, Tracy. It's for your own good. I tried to pull my arm away from the head, but she was too strong for me. When I realized that I wasn't going to be able to stop her, I quickly picked up my pillow and tucked it under my arm. It was awful at the mental hospital. Everyone was so mean to me. The other patients were really crazy, and I knew that if I stayed there for very long, then I would go crazy too. The only thing that kept me sane was talking to my pillow. This place is nuts. I can't believe they have sent me here. I know. You can't stay here. You have to find a way out. But they've locked me in here. There's no way to escape. You've got to find a way. Don't worry. I will help you to come up with a plan. I spent the whole night talking it through with my pillow. 
Eventually, we came up with an idea. We decided that the following morning, when they came to give me my breakfast, I would make a run for it. Five minutes before they were due to bring my breakfast, I tucked my pillow under my arm and waited behind the door. As soon as the door opened, I made a run for it. I knocked the breakfast tray and the girl carrying it onto the floor and pushed past her. I ran and ran as fast as I could, out of the building and down the street. I didn't stop running until I was miles away from the hospital. Eventually, I ran out of breath and had to stop to take a rest. Thank God we've got out of that place. Yes, but now you'll have to find us a place to stay. I know, I know. I picked my pillow up and started to search around the area for a place to stay. It didn't take me long to find an old shed that had obviously been abandoned by someone. This will do for a while. At least it will keep us dry until I can find somewhere better. I settled down to go to sleep. My pillow chatted away to me as I dozed off. Good night. Sleep well. The following morning, I woke up and stretched. The shed had been a good place for one night, but I needed to find some food and somewhere better to sleep. I picked up the pillow, but as I did, I noticed that it had gotten really dirty from the floor of the shed. I tried to brush the dirt off, but it wasn't going anywhere. I'm going to have to change this pillowcase, or at least give it a good wash. I pulled the pillowcase off from the pillow, but as I did, I heard something fall to the floor with a clatter. I picked it up to see what it was. That's weird. It looks like some kind of speaker. Now, why would there be a speaker inside my pillowcase? I started to wonder if perhaps my pillow wasn't magic after all. I decided that I would ask one of my friends from my old school if they could help me to trace it. I took the speaker and gave it to my friend Steven. Do you think you can trace where the speaker is hooked up to, please? Yeah, sure. Give me about half an hour and uh, I'll get back to you. Great, thanks. Whilst I waited for Steven to do the tracing, I ran over everything in my head. I couldn't come up with any good reason for there being a speaker inside the pillowcase. Eventually, Steven came back. Here is the location. He handed me a piece of paper with an address written on it. I recognized the street name. It wasn't that far away, so I decided I would go straight there. When I got there, I saw an ordinary looking house. I knocked on the door and waited. After a few seconds, the door opened and a boy about my age stood there. Hello, can I help you? My mouth fell open when I heard the voice. I would recognize that voice anywhere. It was the voice of my magic pillow. It's you. You're the voice of my pillow, aren't you? The boy looked at me in shock. He hesitated for a second, but then he spoke. Yes. Yes, it is me. But why would you do something like that? It started off as a harmless prank. I thought it'd be fun to talk to people through their pillows. How did you get the speaker into the pillows? I would go into random stores and sneak my speakers into pillows, hoping that someone would come along and buy one. Most people found the speaker right away and threw it away. But you started talking back to me. But why did you carry it on? Because I felt like we had a good friendship. I felt like I really knew you. Do you think we can still be friends? You're joking, right? No, no, I'm not joking. I really like chatting with you. I thought we got on really well. You convinced me that I had a magic pillow. What kind of person does that to someone? But we're past that now. Since you know that it was me talking to you, surely we can still be friends. I'm not going to waste another second of my time talking to you. 
I threw the speaker at him and stormed off. I was so annoyed with myself for wasting so much of my life talking to some prankster. Why didn't I listen to my parents when they told me to stop talking every night? If I had done that, I would never have had to go to boarding school. But there's no point beating myself up about my mistake. The important thing is to learn from it. At least now I know, the next time a talking object approaches me, I'll be throwing it in the trash. <laughs>